0: Hello, and uh, welcome to First Frames First, episode 88. Uh, Good day. I'm I'm one of your hosts, Jason.
1: Uh, And I am the other host, and the more important host, Adrian Constant. Okay. So, listen, you know I can see you when the video is playing. (laughs) I was wondering. Peter's like... (laughs) It's just so cool. The music was so good. I was feeling good. I was was feeling the vibes.
0: (laughs) All right. Fair enough. So listen, uh, I probably shouldn't stand up too much because then people will see how I haven't been exercising. There we go. So um, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. We are going to have a special guest today. Uh, but he's uh, he's just running a little bit behind so we're gonna okay. get started. Um, let's let's get people caught up on on life on, on things that are happening in the yeah. fable
1: forest world. Now, um, firstly, I must say this is this is marker
2: mm-hmm. one,
1: one, the girls one of their favorite one of their favorite things to do is to draw on my face with marker like makeup but we mm-hmm. don't really have makeup, so we when... So per- permanent black markers. Not permanent black markers. Just, uh, it's like kids' markers, so it comes off really easily. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I just forgot to uh, wash my face before being on the show.
0: I mean, you didn't forget to front light your face. No, a so... little, just a wee bit. So I'm just saying that uh, maybe you could have cleaned
1: yourself up a little. Also. Hey, hey, listen, time was short. Okay, now, uh, so what's going on with Shifted is yeah. that we are currently moving through multiple streams of the post-production process. We are going, we're, we're, we're slowly working through some audio. We are slowly working, starting the VFX pipeline and we oh. are working through the color grade as we speak. So those are like, I mean, those are the, the biggies like we get get those three done and then we're going to be, we get the movies going to be done. Let's break things down just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's slow it down. So, um,
0: we mentioned to everybody, I I don't know if we've put a full post online, but we did mention in the podcast that we've hit picture lock. So what, what does that mean in general for people that are, are kind of watching along with indie film stuff?
1: Yeah. So why is,
0: why is picture lock a big uh, step?
1: Yeah. So, essentially we're editing and we're changing and we're watching and we're re-editing and we're moving and we're maneuvering and we're doing all sorts of things. So everything keeps changing in the edits. That's you and I. So i like edit it. Then you and I will sit and watch it. You and I and Derek sit and watch it. And then we talk about it a little bit and then we, um, and then we make changes, but at some stage you have to say, we're, we've got to stop making changes now because you have to send something that's on to the other people who are going to be doing it. So we have that. That's what happens when we get picture locked. Now I, I, in going through the movie again, there is stuff where I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm totally going to tighten that and tighten that and cut that. Right, and shorten right. that. So, so it, it, we are locked off for the time being until we get, until we get all of our stuff together. And then I will just make those little edits right at the end before we push out the final product.
0: Okay, and uh, maybe maybe once we we get talking to Jason, we can we can add some more flavor uh, about what some of the other things you were that we were talking about. So, color correction, uh, yeah. some of the VFX, some of the score, the dialogue runs, score is
1: score is happening as well. It's very exciting. All kinds of things I, are happening. I should actually I should actually send him a message and say, Yo, bro, are you covered in feces? and naked and howling into your microphone like a deranged beast in the night. I assume so. Because that's actually, and that's what we asked him to do. We were like, listen, go to a dark place, get really creepy, you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, try something interesting. So we'll see what happens.
0: Now we're gonna see what happens here. I I see our special guest, he's in the green room. He's waiting patiently uh, to join us. Um, Now, uh, Jason Armstrong is our guest today. Filmmaker, musician, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, you know, been with us since the beginning.
1: Yeah, yeah. I believe,
0: I believe, he was our, well, he was our first guest for sure.
1: Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I think he was on our second episode. And and we actually we sat down and spoke with him years and years ago yeah like yeah. just right at the beginning of everything.
0: So. right. So it's gonna be fun to have him back. Uh, he but uh, after we we chatted with him, he came out with a whole new web series, multiple other That's seasons right. of the series that he was working on when we first talked to him. So it's gonna be good to catch up and uh, and hear what he's up to, hear how things have been going with his past work and see what he's uh, up to now. So uh, right. let's uh, without further ado, let's get the show started and then we'll we'll bring Jason on. Hey guys, I'm Adrian. And I'm Jay. We run
1: Fable Forest Films. Right now, we're totally independent. But what's the dream? Making crazy awesome film and television for the biggest studios.
0: This podcast is our journey. And we're live. Hey. Oh, hey.
2: <laughs> How's it going? Can it's... you hear
0: and see? We can hear and see. Man, oh, wow. let me tell you. Yeah, your backdrop, whatever you, I assume you're green screening your exciting things back there. No. Uh, it's just the
2: junk in my office. It's the only part of my office I can show you without it. I just look, <laughs> look like I'm a really, really efficient uh, homeless person.
0: <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you show us the other parts of the office, there's secret. Uh,
2: there's you, here. I'll just reach out with my hand. Oh. Uh, see. Here's the. A box, the headphones came in. <laughs> and, um, like,
1: when did
0: you get the headphones? This mask. Jay, inspiration. Hey, inspiration mask. Nice. It is. It's like I can touch the sides of my office.
2: <laughs> it's actually it's actually pretty big. I'm not going to complain. I got a nice big office. But uh, it is very brimming with nonsense at the moment.
0: Oh, this is exciting. An office full of nonsense is the best. It's true. Yeah. So how how are things? I think first of all thank you for joining us uh sort of uh, last minute. No problem. We, we keep we keep meaning to keep saying wow we should get out and visit Jay and just catch up and see how he's doing. Uh but you're just like a little too far uh just so, like just <laughs> not, a not little worth it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> like you, it's not that you're far. It's just that you're too far for like let's just shoot over and have a coffee and like chat, you know, yeah, yeah, you're just, you're just, just too far, you know, but, okay. but I mean, we're remote. It's nice. Uh, yeah. uh, welcome. Welcome. Um, so um, I, let's, let's talk about uh, how things have been going for the stuff that you, that we talked about uh, when we, when we first had you on our podcast, like years ago,
1: right. what it felt
0: like <laughs> just years ago. Yeah, how, yeah what is happening or what happened with with inspiration like can you give us a little can you tell us a yeah, little bit about I mean, what what has your journey been like because if for the people that watch our show they know like we are trying to work our way towards making dollar bills with our own content and we're bringing people along for the ride and we're sharing with them you know if we get distribution or how this works or what we're looking into and and all that kind of stuff so we'd love to hear kind of how has your journey been with with your movie, which was amazing, by the way, which we yeah. saw multiple times?
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a great cap to that experience. Um,
0: yeah, it, sorry about that first time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> it, uh, it's it's been good. I mean, that movie's on Amazon and somebody else's problem now, so that's that's good. Um, uh, they do send us money every so often, so I assume it's being watched. Um, All right. I hope to never watch it again, but... Mm 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, I've got you as close to my camera as I can. So if I don't seem like I'm ever looking at you, I apologize. Um, So, yeah, we did that. I mean, you know, we shot a bunch of features since then and and things and like... um, Mm. Did, uh, you know, things that are on hard drives, um, of course. And then Mm -hmm. also things like... Um, I don't know if you guys, did you guys come and see that the premiere for that movie money?
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't No, I didn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, how did money, how did money do?
2: Well, uh, I mean, I don't really know. I what, It's funny because, so that's like one of the, one of the few like contract killer jobs that I've done where like, you know, I went and directed someone else's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was a cool experience. It was interesting. Um, it's, it's sensitive to work with someone else's writing. Mm. Um, but, uh, you, once you walk away, you don't really know what's going to happen. So I, I mean, I hadn't heard anything every once in a while, somebody would reach out to me and say, Hey, I I would like to get the footage for my demo reel or something. And I'm like, I can't, cannot help you with that. Um, but then, Funny enough, someone messaged me on Twitter and they were following one of the actors that was in that movie from some other show and were curious to see it. Um, I know one of the actresses is on or at least was on um, uh, no, I can't think, the Umbrella Academy. So oh, I'm wow. assuming that's probably who. But anyway, um, so this person messaged me and wanted to know you know how to watch this movie and i said i honestly i have no idea but then i got curious and i googled it and sure enough you can rent it on vimeo okay. uh, i never heard anything about that but it's so uh, it it does exist it, 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 so and that, so, so they just so wait with vimeo people. right i i i don't really know i guess there's some contest attached to how it does in rental i i don't really know like i'm not i'm not in that loop at all but yeah. uh it is another movie that does exist, and you can watch it, and I helped it awesome. exist. So.
0: Now, just tell us, just uh, in case people get interested, first, let's start with inspiration. Can you just give us a little, uh, uh, what is inspiration, just quickly? And then tell us what money is. I heard something about money, so I want to ask you about it.
2: Uh. I'm going to get canceled before this is over. That's what yeah, for. that's fine. Uh, mostly just by industry people though. Not not the people who like, um, so uh, inspiration is about this uh, author who, you know, writes a horror novel, does really well, doesn't want to do that anymore. Moves on to other things. No one likes any of the other things. So uh, basically she ends up through a series of circumstances, Needing to go and revisit the story that she's already told, and uh it just gets kind of weird and, and spooky.
0: That's a very very awesome. Now, Adrian, did you I you worked a little on money? Did you not? Are yeah. you credited? Are you credited uh, in that no. movie? I'm
2: not that's sure. Right.
0: Yeah,
1: did I'm not sure.
2: Some, like color grading or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I okay. did. The, I did the color correction for that, okay. and it was uh it was a lot of fun because the truth is that just I just had to upgrade it. my whole system. I was forced to upgrade my everything in order to do it, <laughs> and I and it, I happily like I mean and haven't looked back since then. But um, it was just a big it was a big step, and it was great, and I really enjoyed because I really enjoy color correcting. I find it so
2: exceptionally
1: American. yeah, it's so fun, and um, yeah, so I had a great time doing that, and there was a lot of back and forth, um, but it was good. It was cool. yeah.
0: I, I heard that uh, there was something related to—I don't know how it worked—but you could win some money. I, that's this is the thing that I heard. You could win some money by watching the yeah. movie and figuring out the clues or something like that.
2: Yes. So, the mystery, but I mean, if it's on, the, if it's mystery, on Vimeo, I'm not—you know—the
0: mystery is such
2: a secret that I never knew what it was, and I don't know how I. Couldn't have known, but at any rate, I guess I didn't. So um, I know they didn't use the ending that we originally shot. So maybe that plays into it. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. So you're what you're saying you is the
0: secret to winning the money is to find the uh, footage in your house. Uh, that has never been released to the. It's on a yeah. hard. Everyone, it's on a hard drive. in That's Jason's house.
1: Yeah, and, it, get
0: it might be underneath the little monopoly mask. <laughs> over it's there. such a prize.
2: <laughs> it's a. It's a four. It's. A, I mean, I do have a forty-four eighty p rough cut of the movie that I turned in. You know before, you know whatever, but uh, I, I
1: can't show anybody
2: that. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I, also at this moment, not exactly sure where to find it. So.
1: Yeah, so I, I will say that, I, that they were, the, the producers were very explicit that I would not be, get any sound with the, with the edit, with the color correction, which was, which was fine. And I knew nothing about it. But later, I went um, I went, to, I found an article in The Guelph Times, I think, and it was just basically the writer and producer who said that if you could figure it out, inside of the movie was embedded, a series of clues and you would be able to find $250,000. And if you worked it out, then you would get the $250,000.
2: I mean, they never told me I wasn't eligible, but I have no idea. So,
0: (laughs) Can't you, why, you know, if you were a better guest, buddy, you would get, you would, (laughs) right. We'd be, we turn it into like, (laughs) you would send people on a wild goose chase. Now what I heard was, (laughs) <laughs> uh, <anyway. laughs> it's, it's i mean it's not yeah
2: it's it's a weird situation you know it's one of those things i think like you know is their first movie too and you kind of have some grandiose Always. plans that maybe don't, don't pan out and that's fine i mean you know whenever i try to shoot for the moon it's fine and whenever i'm like oh let's just make this thing because it's the weekend and that'd be mm-hmm. fun then you know thousands of people watch it so i, I don't know i don't mm-hmm. th- if you if you want to know what the formula is, I don't know. Yeah. You, you nope. got to do the you got to do the Costanza. Just whatever you think is the right thing to do, just do the opposite of that. It might work out.
1: <laughs> could. Now, so, quick it, question yeah, yeah. with regards to inspiration. With with because we don't want to we don't want to bog you down, but you've gone a traditional distribution route, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Would you, um, would it, you? Make another movie and go that same traditional route because you've actually done multiple routes you've got the YouTube you've had success on YouTube with your series and you have inspiration out there as your baby would you go the route with the traditional distributor again would you do it yourself what has been your experience Uh, so um,
2: (laughs) let me just give me a second to to think about how to put this um so the first movie i ever shot i actually made it twice (laughs) um and i probably told you guys that story before i don't know but anyway like we tried to do it ourselves with like some buddies and just unscripted and it was it was whatever we didn't really show anybody and then you know a friend of mine who'd been in film school said hey i can get some people together and we can like actually make this into a real movie and get actors I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. So we did that. The concept behind the movie um, was, I mean, I, you know, I was in a band at the time and we were like, it'd be cool if we had like a little short film about a bunch of different people. And then we had songs based on those. That, right. that was kind of, that's, I mean, I wasn't trying to become a filmmaker. That's what we were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, you know, we turned it into a movie, but it still is that the movie's called 48 hours in purgatory. And, it's been out on like you know you can rent to own it platforms, independently. I don't know if you can get it anymore, but um, I do have a copy of it on VHS though. So if you, oh. <laughs> I didn't I didn't make it that long ago. It's, it's, uh, I thought it would be fun.
0: Listen, um, I I still watch VHS movies all the I time.
2: See, I dude, I know I followed your journey.
0: Thank you. <laughs> it's um, so irritating.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh the so then you know inspiration i think was the second thing i made and we shot a movie in nashville called allison undone which is a hard drive movie so far um it's it's great it's a good flick good acting you know pretty decent budget behind it all that stuff but just some production level chaos so i'm just waiting on my marching orders on that flick um interesting and, and mm. uh we love hearing
0: about problems
2: no, do you? Oh, well, yo, buddy. Yo, strap in. I we, made a big coffee. <laughs>
0: we, we're we we're always like, we want to hear all of the fuck-ups, so that way we can try to not have some of those. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I wish you could learn from other people's mistakes, but I don't know, man. We're not wired that way. Mm. Um, <laughs> what, what You know what we're wired for? We're wired for this kind of sick optimism where we're like, you know what? I can jump off that cliff and survive. I'm going to do it um anyway so so you know inspiration was kind of a long arduous ordeal and we got it out there and it's distributed and doing its thing um along the way oh and and shot a another movie which actually i'll I'll tell you about that in a minute um but then some of the actors we worked with uh you know we talked like i talked to emily um he was an inspiration and she was in 48 hours in purgatory and allison undone like we worked together a million times um sharon from who's in swerve and um uh, my friend cat who hasn't done a ton of acting and is currently dealing with some significant health issues but um and i just said hey like i got this idea these characters that i think you guys could play and like what if we just went to some cabin for a weekend and shot this little you know, six part drama, we'll just throw it on YouTube, maybe a few hundred people will watch it. We'll all just like, you know, cover our own bills and it's just Mm -hmm. for fun. And so we did, and we, you know, borrowed a place to shoot it and there wasn't electricity or running water. It was just, it was insane. Um, But we shot it in like four days and it wasn't, you know, it was just something we did for fun. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we ended up making three seasons of that show. So uh, great, very, very strange, thing but but you know writing episodic stuff is just i like it i like it better than writing movies and um and i think if i'd known what i know now i would have realized probably my first movie was a web series but there weren't any web series back then Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. so who knows maybe it'll it'll come back as a web series I, i don't know. but um you know so yeah i mean i I definitely i mean i've got a bunch of movie scripts i've got a couple movies on hard drives you know that'll probably come out someday um and i would certainly you know distribute those however i just think when i observe my own patterns and the patterns in my own household i mean nobody's looking to put a dvd in a slot or anything like I like it for the nostalgia, but like I don't want to put in that effort every time I want to watch a movie. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the market is that way, Um you know. And I and I'm curious to see how Disney makes out with like Mulan and they're like thirty dollars to rent it, even though you already pay for Disney Plus. What is that?
0: What is it? so, it's, so? It's well, I, I understand I it because it they
2: they were going to lose a ton of money on that movie not coming out. I understand the reasoning, but. Uh, now,
0: I now I heard recently that they weren't going to charge you 30 bucks. And if you had Disney Plus, you just get it.
1: Yeah, if you go to Disney Plus, it says must be a premium member. Yeah,
2: so that's the thing. And that's going to cost you 30 bucks. But then
1: oh. I, think,
2: I think, and I could be wrong, but I think the deal is once you do that, you have it. Uh, In December or something, it'll just be on Disney Plus for free. So we're just waiting. Um, sorry, Disney. I'm sure so, you're watching closely.
1: So is the rest of the world, let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Well, that's what I think, right? <laughs> they're like, like, they're like, we're good. Thirty yeah. bucks, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, that's. A, I mean,
2: I mean, really, if you think about it, if you're gonna sit down with your family, like you're, you know, you're married and you got, a, you know, a bunch of kids or something, then or you invite the neighbors over, well, that's not so bad, really. It's cheap, yeah. cheap enough. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm wait. I do want to see it quite badly, but uh, no, I'm wait. I'm a patient guy.
0: We have paid seventy dollars to watch UFC.
2: Yeah, I would not do that either.
0: <laughs> that's it's been fine. Hang up on me. I'm go sorry. ahead. No. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a it's all right. Fine. You know, there we go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess, I guess I'll go watch the football game. Um. So, it just you know, looking at Swerve, like I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Swerve. Um, talk about the success of that show. What did that feel like?
2: Uh, shocking. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's not like, like, it's not like, you know, it was like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's certainly far from some sort of household title or any of that kind of thing. It's very niche, I suppose. But, um, but it was cool just to think that, oh man, I made something. I mean, myself and a lot of other people obviously yeah. it's not just me um but you know i sat up at night tweaking a script and then tweaking an edit and then tweaking a color grade and you know sending mixes back and forth and people watched it uh people watched it so much that you know that shortly after that some of the actors were being flown to like las vegas or somewhere to to speak at a panel about the show and and you know what I mean? Like our second season was uh, significantly more episodes than our first season. I, I actually don't remember now how many it was, but um, a lot. And, uh, you know, and then, um, yeah, just kind of, kind of amped up. And I mean, like, you know, got big numbers. We made a little bit of money off of the YouTube channel that way. And um it's still to this day cranking in pretty good views and yeah, people like it. I mean, it's just, it, it's funny because <laughs> I had a, a friend of mine sent me a picture of um, a tree full of like, like some kind of birds, some kind of like vultures. And they were like, ah, oh, this, this is really creepy. It made me think of your movies. And I was like, I think people don't know me. <laughs> Because I get that a lot from people I'm friends with that are like, "Oh yeah, you make horror movies," and I'm like, uh, "If you actually knew the thing I'm most known for, it's really not at all <laughs> it's, really not. It's, it's really not. It's really not. Yeah. Tell,
0: tell people what Swerve is about a little bit, and oh, where geez. I guess you just you go on YouTube. What's the best way to find it for people on YouTube? Probably Skeleton Key Films, right?
2: Skeleton Key Films on YouTube, or you can type you know Swerve series as all one word. If you hashtag Swerve Series, you'll find people, uh, it's, you know, cooled down at the moment, but you'll find all kinds of discussions about it and whatever. It's, you know, it's, it's not hard to find. Swerve Series <laughs> as one word will make it the fastest. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it about? Uh, about a girl that's uh, kind of on the run. You know, it's, it sounds like a really bad Canadian movie, you know, Uh uh, un- unhappy young adult leaves small town in search of greater truth, whatever. I don't know.
0: I will just um, say it's adorable. Like it, when I, like even I, uh, you know, uh, who normally likes action flicks and, you know, horror movies and explosions, it's adorable. And it's really fun to watch. I, I you know, I really enjoy the characters and I think the acting is great. And yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was enjoyable. So, so now you, you move into... Now, did you uh, cre- make another movie after that? Or did you move into... When did you move into uh, the next web series?
2: So it's kind of... Uh, was it before or after season two? I don't remember that we did circa 1981, um, Mike Clason and, and I. And we might revisit that world a bit. But um, a thing that I think most people don't know is that All like we kind of each wrote segments of that web series, and all the ones I wrote uh, feature are are about the least the protagonist from Swerve's mother's teenage years. So uh, Mm. the the young woman that's in that is actually her mom uh, in the in the world of the stories. So it's not it's not. Strictly speaking, a swerve thing, but uh, you know,
0: it's kind of See, a fun little connection. Your universe building, uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I can't help it. I just like there's certain characters I just like, and and she actually came back in Swerve season three to play mom, oh. um, briefly, yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, so we did that. We did, I, I think, even before any of those, we shot, um, um nine days with cambria i don't know if you guys saw that or not it's um it's kind of artsy mm-hmm. it's uh so it's it's nine different women but they're all portraying the same person and each one is just kind of a monologue about um life experiences and stuff and uh mm-hmm. you know find a lot of the usual suspects in there um and uh it was kind of biographical is based on on uh someone that mike knew and uh, we had a lot of conversations and, and stuff and we're like uh, yeah let's let's write this i think it'll be cool it's weird and strange thing to do but uh, we, we enjoyed it i was able to shoot it pretty quickly and uh you know got some some really good performances and stuff so so that's another thing that's in there i don't remember the chronology of it um and then just sort of uh, up to date and almost informally announcing, um, we so I don't know if you guys have ever s- come across the saga of this project called the Ghost is a lie in my to-do list, but anyway, it was somewhere way back we were like, let's let's crowdfund something and we did. and we did this found footage thing and it was it was fun, but it was, you know, it was chaos, obviously, mm. and uh, and um, you know had had like a buddy from LA came up and was involved with it, and it was just it was it was crazy and super ambitious. Um, anyway, then uh, time passed and we we couldn't release it. We just couldn't find it in the in the stuff we shot. We just couldn't really find the thing we were trying to do. <laughs> Sounds a little crazy, but Jeez, um, that, that
1: is very upsetting. yeah that must that must have been a little bit of a gut punch
2: well the the problem is really like i would have just released it uh sort of what we intended to make but but it's like three hours of people like talking and wandering around in the forest and, and and dying of for sure um but but i mean you have to you have to be interested in the in the like nuance of conversation and the intricacies of like the dynamics between these people and stuff. And mm-hmm. so kind of after sitting with it, I was like, I'm uh, like, I like it, but I might be the only one. So, uh, so we just kind of sat on it and um, we took a few other swipes at getting it right. And then ultimately what we did was um, Mitch and myself and Kat, who I mentioned earlier, she's in the, in the first season of Swerve. Um, we, shot a, a proper you know film um to kind of wrap around that footage um and you know hmm. started started to work on that and then there was just you know life circumstances for those guys kind of got complicated and so you know that's when we got into swerve and everything and it just kind of it just kind of waited but um we're actually Digging back into that, and we're going to release that as a web series uh, around Halloween, uh-huh. and uh, and Whoa. that has uh, you know Chandler from money is in it, and um, Sharon from Swerve is in it, and you know a couple of couple of fun cameos and stuff. So yeah, cool. So that's that's, the, that's the next thing, I guess. I've not cool. told anyone that publicly, so there it is. <laughs>
1: yes all six people that are watching this (laughs) show listen this is this is a big
0: get uh you know we're gonna we're gonna shout it from the mountaintops
2: do it um i just need two seconds i know it seems incredibly rude but uh, quick
0: let's uh, all text uh, our kids uh, no i literally uh, i literally was texting my kid a few minutes earlier uh really my internet is like broken that's why i had to come to the, the office and uh yeah he's like i have to do this thing i'm like okay do it he's like so should i do it i'm like yeah do it (laughs) okay see you later all right buddy (laughs) yeah my
2: my uh so with school here they go back to school monday um the the high school students so my daughter's in high school and um she so they're doing cohorting where it's like you know half anyway she found out that the, her friend who is the reason that she was going to go back instead of do it remotely mm-hmm. is in the other cohort so they're not oh, going to be in no. school on the same day so they're you know so that was just the whole thing
1: surely yeah. they surely they can maneuver something make something work I mean
2: I honestly I think they're they're in it's so chaotic that I mean I wouldn't approach them about it I would yeah, just feel it's... bad because it's already so so mm-hmm. much mayhem that they're dealing with yeah
0: yeah, so, luckily because it's bus routes, uh, at least both my kids are in the same uh, cohort.
2: Oh, nice! Oh, so yeah, least, yeah,
0: that makes so sense. at least they go to school for, and it's so hilarious. My uh, it's son bus is yeah, it's bus routes. My son is in grade twelve, and he actually has a spare this year, so it's a really funny thing because instead of you know normally when kids go to school, they literally do four classes and then another four classes, right? Yeah, and uh, and so having a spare is just like class, class, extended lunch class but now what it is is uh there's quad there's four there's quad mesters right so, yeah, it's so he gets off. like six he weeks off or he literally has <laughs> every two weeks he goes to school the next two weeks no school yes he's just my like, second
2: oldest is in the same situation and i was like bro you're gonna earn it
0: yeah he's like what am <laughs> i supposed to do so it was fun because i said well you know what you can do it's time to start making movies every two weeks you should do something. You should write. You should watch film riot tutorials. It's time to get going. So it's it's pretty yeah. exciting. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man, you got to push them. So you, Jason. Yes, sir. You you have a lot going on. You have. Yeah. You got you you, you shoot a lot of things. How how? Feel, feels like I don't because this year's been pretty <laughs> pretty, pretty quiet.
2: Uh, well, it's been all all writing and prepping, but yeah. yeah.
1: Now, now just talk a bit because you actually have you have like 27 children as well so, <laughs> so, just, so just just cool. talk about just talk about your life at home with all your children and four of, four of them four of them hold the boom that's right yeah dude, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah uh, my youngest just turned 11 uh so it goes 11 15 17 19 um there's four of them
0: four if it does oh, feel like 20 you, you said four of them i could have swore i swear to god i thought you said it's horrible no but I think you said it uh, that's fine hear it fine.
2: how you want to <laughs> <laughs> um it's uh so no it's been it's been good i mean my my oldest son was wanting to go off to college but obviously that didn't materialize because of you know circumstances and um yeah. so it's uh, it, it was a long march break but we're we're getting through it, so, um, yeah. I mean, they all get along really well. And actually, I think it was good in a sense that, like, especially during the most extreme part of the lockdown, our house was never quiet and like boring. Mm-hmm. It was a little tense sometimes, but you know, they're they're in a close enough age categories that they could watch a movie together or play video games or what you know what I mean. Like, they they kind of kept each other occupied, and mm-hmm. so. Yeah. It's been, I mean, so that, that aspect wasn't bad. Um, so, so there's that my wife, um, has been off work obviously because she, she, um, works for a, um, youth organization called youth unlimited and runs a youth center, uh, here and is the area director. And obviously like none of that stuff was happening. Right. So she's about to go back and, uh, yeah, I mean, we got a lot of renovation stuff done. I built some furniture, <laughs> <laughs> um you know um I I teach a class in Simcoe which has been not also not happening so I think we'll be going back to that sometime soon. Um and uh yeah and I'm just like probably tomorrow morning finishing and sending out the treatment stuff for three projects. So awesome. Yeah. That's that's very exciting.
1: That's so yeah. good. So
0: So, can I mean share those with us? I like to believe that somewhere out there, somebody's interviewing like Ron Howard, and he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I built some furniture recently." You know, he's just things are slow right now. I don't know what to tell you guys.
1: (laughs) I mean, why not? You know, he is saying that. Everybody's saying that.
2: (laughs) Actually, my my oldest son was working at Home Depot during this, and he said that. Wood you could never keep wood inside. I don't know if you guys were doing mm-hmm. any projects, but trying to buy wood was something else during this thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Everybody
2: was like, "Well, we're not going on vacation. We might as well build an ultra deck or something." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Like, and also, I assume a lot of guys who had never built anything before built their decks two or three times. So there was a lot of a lot of. <laughs> I, that track. would be me.
1: That would totally <laughs> be me. I am. I, I have never built anything before.
2: <laughs> it's 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 fun. It's fun to play with dangerous saws and things keeps you on your toes
1: yeah so talk to me a little bit about your writing process and uh like you you start with the germ of an idea and take us through your process all the way because have you written almost all these things obviously money you were brought on director for hire but all these other things were you the scribe did you do the writing
2: yes so With circa 1981 and Nine Days with Cambria, Mike Clausen and I split the writing. So we each Mm -hmm. picked certain storylines we wanted to follow and we wrote those. Um, But Swerve, I wrote all three seasons and a related project that's coming up. And, um, you know, the movies I wrote, I wrote all of those. Um, Writing, uh, yeah. So for me, writing is really about there has to be a character that interests me. I don't care about the events or whatever, you know, like Aaron Sorkin said, like, if you're, if you're like, I have an idea for a beach movie. He's like, you don't have an idea for a movie. All you know is where to park the trucks. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <he> said, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. don't have, you don't have a movie. Yeah.
1: yeah um.
2: Yeah. And, and uh. so for me, it's about characters. And if, if mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm like really interested in the characters, you know, I, I kind of like, um, I've been kind of a lifelong fan of Stephen King, which, um, you know, I've obviously read his books about writing and, and, and stuff. And um, you know, he said he his thing is kind of like ordinary people in extraordinary situations. And and what makes us want to watch it is what are they going to do? How are mm-hmm. they going to get out of this? How are they going to get into this? Mm-hmm. You know, just a an event just happening to sort of hapless characters doesn't necessarily make for a good movie for me doesn't make for riveting entertainment. Um, You know, so for me, a lot of times it's a, it's a character, uh, you know, will come to mind literally out of nowhere, usually. Um, And in a struggle, something that, that they have to deal with. And then I'll start to think about setting and stuff, but I, um, I actually have. This is one of so many notebooks. I always use a notebook and a pen or a um, mechanical pencil because I don't. I don't like to open up my script writing software until like I it's like busting out of me. Mm-hmm. So it's just notes and rough outlines, and um, you know, once it's once it's go time, then I'll sit down and I'll like. When I'm ready, I'll literally crank out the first draft in like two or three days, and then, you know, obviously awesome. the sort of the editing process yeah. is a different different story. You go through and try and say like, "Oh, a human being can't say that sentence," or whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but um, you know, or or uh, alternatively, sometimes I'll write the script with no dialogue, so oh. just the scenes and the actions yeah. and stuff, and and then, you know once that's done go back and then fill in the dialogue but typically it's just uh you know i wander around this small town that i live in with headphones on like just about every night sometimes i'm on the phone sometimes i'm just listening to music and uh you know i i think most people in this town think i'm just that crazy guy that they totally think
1: that yeah
2: yeah they do but then every once in a while they'll see me like set up on the at the main intersection with like cameras and a boom guy and stuff they're like how who is this guy and why is he here what's going on but um yeah so i um i kind of go through this process of just like wrestling with the character and the story and and uh you know, once it kind of reaches this critical mass, then I'll sit down and, you know, originally it was final draft. Now I use um, Celtics and just go for it. I also I do have the app for Celtics on my phone because a lot of times I like to sit somewhere other than my office and write. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have written entire scripts actually on my phone instead of at a computer just because I don't like um Sometimes the environment isn't conducive to writing. It's very good for rewriting. It's just not necessarily good for writing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's kind of my my process. I mean, I I really like writing. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think it might have been Alfred Hitchcock that said like once the once the script is finished, the movie's perfect, and then you start ruining it um, <laughs> by casting it and trying to shoot yeah, it. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, you know, so. Uh, I I love writing. I mean, I've also like I've got a book in a drawer. I wrote a book once and did, just didn't quite finish it. So mm-hmm. my wife That's brings cool. it up to me pretty frequently. Um,
0: but yeah, yeah what's I just, a, yeah? Come on, I don't know. I'm on your wife's team. Let's go. Let's... <laughs> yeah,
2: I, it's it's not bad. It's not terrible. Maybe I'll send it to you sometime. You can read it just for giggles. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a book Twitterer so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. You never know. You, you you could you could be a book putter outer.
2: I could be a book putter outer. Right.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. you're not going to be a book putter outer with that attitude, sir.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you right. in the draw.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That's cool. Well, give us like what is the book about? Just give us a little just a little taste. Um
2: what, the book on? so the book is called Skinless Jazz and again, it's a it's about so sort of contrary almost to what I said I like about writing. It's about this um, city that sort of has a personification to it. And the people who live in that city sort of feel like they, they can't leave. Not, not in the sense of like, like uh, purgatory necessarily, but just in the sense of like the city has a hold on them. Mm-hmm. And, and, um and so, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of loosely connected to my film 48 hours in purgatory. There's basically this guy that's kind of a desperate, um, Documentary filmmaker, and he just is wandering around this town and just starts talking to different people and getting their stories. And, you know, so you got like this old guy who, um, you know, works in a factory way past when he should have retired, and this other blind guy who hangs out at a jazz club. And there's just a lot of it. It's neat. It's kind of a cool story. I don't know. You know,
1: that is very cool. That's awesome. I mean,
0: I I, I love that. Yeah, I mean, you've written two movies that take place in purgatory, at
1: least. So <laughs> no, I mean, know. not even the purgatory. But you, you had me at the city is kind of this, this personification. It's kind of a living thing. There yeah. was a there was a book that Jason gave me where he was like, it was a Dean Koontz book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the city. Yeah, the city. And I was like, oh, the city's gonna be alive. This is gonna be amazing. And then it was like, it was not, and I was very disappointed. So yeah. let me tell you, if you wrote that, if you put that out that'd be great. It. I, I love All it. Right. I think it's All great. Right. All right. Maybe I'll,
2: I'll slip you a link to 48 hours in purgatory and then you'll get a primer cause it's kind of touched on in that movie, but
0: cool,
2: um, sweet, yeah.
0: So what, what comes now? Do you also, I, I'm curious, let's talk about your, your um, planning process for future projects. So like, you know, when you, when you are, uh, you you talked about kind of that you're you're about to release. You've got a lot of stuff in the hard drives you mentioned, and you're you're planning to release this uh, this long-standing project that you had, um, which is called.
2: The ghost is a lie.
0: The ghost is a lie. That's right. Yeah. And uh, but then what? How do you plan for what the next thing is for you? Like do you do you you write something that you have, or you're you're kind of looking for? Um, are you starting to think about you know I wanna I wanna hunt for where this is gonna land before I th- think about making it as far as uh, uh, distribution no. or whatever.
2: No, I I kind of resigned myself to the fact that if I'm gonna make something, it's gonna be because I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, now, obviously, the more expensive and the more complicated those things get, you need to find other people that also want to see it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't I don't definitely don't think about that stuff ahead of time. Um I do find that most of the things I think about have like a like a threaded anthology feel to it. So, you know, kind of like the Twilight Zone, but if the Twilight Zone always had one character that was in the show, I don't mean like the host, I just mean like some guy mm-hmm. or gal that's just like always there. Mm -hmm. um so i like that stuff a character that kind of wanders from one life to another but we get to peek into those lives um so what i do know is that that the most likely trajectory for me is into episodic stuff so i kind of keep that in mind but the other thing is with things like netflix and amazon and all that stuff like you could go either way and they can still buy it off you so it doesn't even doesn't really matter too much um Mm -hmm. But yeah, the the planning process for me is kind of I mean, it's a little chaotic. I, I, if you, I assume you guys are just like this, but like I could sit down if you guys said, hey, I got 500 bucks and some gear and a couple actors that we can fool into coming out. Um, <laughs> let's go this weekend and make something I, like I could walk in there with no ideas and we could still come up with a movie. I'm, and I'm sure you guys are the same way. <laughs> um it, it might not be good but whatever you know so i mean so i cycle through there's literally like we could go into have a production meeting and i could pitch you like 25 things like right now that you know that i've considered making but what i find is you know you you go hang out at the beach for a day you cut the grass you do whatever and as time passes there's a there's two or three that you just can't stop thinking about mm-hmm. so you have a ton of ideas but there's a few that you just can't get them out of your head, or especially if the characters are sticking in your head and you're like, ah, I got to know what happens. Mm-hmm. The only p- way I can find out what happens is if I write it.
1: Mm-hmm. So I have
2: to think about it and then I got to write it. So uh, for me, I would say it's it's basically <laughs> dictated by obsession. So if I can get obsessed with an idea or if it sort of takes over my thinking, then that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to pursue awesome yeah so and i mean also you know like i said convincing someone to help make it is Mm -hmm. part of the process but
1: yeah you have
0: you have a lot of friends that uh that kind of cross borders and stuff helping helping you out with different things what what does that look like are they are they working or is everything kind of shut down Mm -hmm. or
2: um like that like in the states and stuff you mean Mm -hmm. uh I mean, they're getting back to work. I honestly haven't talked to those guys too much during this uh, other than, you know, political theater and whatnot, but, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's like everybody else, they're cautiously trying to figure it out. And, you know, honestly, I look at the whole situation and I look at, you know, kind of what, what we're working on, um, here in the next little bit. And I, and I think, you know, for guys, that are willing to say, you know what? I'll pick up the camera. This guy that I see every day anyway, can pick up the boom pole. We'll stay 10 feet away from the actors and we'll just make something. Um, You know, this is going to be a great time for the, all the people that can get on board with that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. And I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not suggesting like not taking precautions and not taking things seriously, but um, within sort of the rules, I think this is just as good a time for, sort of the indie anti-union brats of the film world to flourish because Mm -hmm. they're going to crank out content while everybody else is going, wow, like my, you know, $20,000 tip project costs $30,000 now because everybody has to, you know, Mm -hmm. do all these tests and live in these special quarters. And, and that's fair that, I mean, it it should be like that, but it sucks because, Mm -hmm. you know, where's the money coming from to, to make, pick up the slack. And, and uh, I mean, also, even uh, I'm not sure, but I'm assuming insurance companies are a little hesitant mm-hmm. to get behind big projects if they don't know how it, that all the boxes are going to be ticked and stuff. So, I mean, I think it's a, it's probably a good time to just like go make stuff.
1: Yeah, man. You just got to you just got to get people that are willing to do it. If you can find the people who are willing to do it, because everyone is nervous. Yeah. Everyone is cautious. Yeah, I think I think part of it, too, is you have to let
0: people know that you're thinking of them also. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, as the production team like we're we're coming back to do a couple of reshoots. Um, and we spent some time and did a little research and put together like a list of things that we knew we would do to make sure that people stay as safe and as, you know, unexposed as possible and we let people know up front and let them know that we were thinking about them and and everybody came back and said, "Yeah, this looks great. Thank you for putting this together." blah blah blah. Yeah. Um we're we're willing to, you know, take, you know. I mean, everything's a risk, I suppose. You're going to the the store and there's there's risks, but you know, you try to mitigate those risks and keep everybody yeah. safe.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's only so much we can do, and at some point, I mean, you know, I especially cuz I have kids and my my grandparents are still alive um in their 80s so they're they're high risk for even just the flu or anything um so you know i like i've tried to you know take things really seriously be careful to remember Mm -hmm. to do everything and all of that but um i think even those of us that aren't in the hoax category um are looking at things and going like we got to get back to work somehow, though. Like, we do have to get back, and some of us have to work with other people. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, um, some
0: people have been very lucky that, you know, like, like mm-hmm. a lot of tech and all that kind of stuff, been very lucky that they can continue working their normal job, but remotely yeah. and almost function almost like they did in the office. But a lot of people cannot do that. Yeah. 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 For sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Post production, awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah, but that. <laughs> But now are nothing to coming in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Eventually, that's going to dry up.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's, I, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of memes about, um, you know, uh, artists, writers, filmmakers saying like, "Oh, great, we're locked. We, you know, we're locked away and we can't go outside. I'm going to get tons of work done." And then the next panel is, I'm uh, not getting any work done. You know, so it's, you know, what it takes. This takes a toll on everybody. You know. Yeah.
2: It's and it's hard because you're looking around you going wow like everything is everybody's in the same situation and and not only that but like you know you like I don't want to write about the coronavirus so you know what I mean like yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. enough
1: people are are don't, using it as a springboard don't, don't do, do, you it. Think, you know? do you think do you think so the people that do a, a, attack at this time they're like okay let's go shoot but they still decide to take some kind of precautions. Do you think we might, you might be able to tell a difference in, like, if you were to watch really carefully, you tell a difference in shooting style, like movies that are pre-corona and movies that are post-corona, like all of a sudden there's like, people are shooting on longer lenses, the the, the wide shots, the actors are further apart, and then there's a lot more singles rather than overs, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, things <laughs> yeah. actually change. It would be yeah. interesting to see if it does affect anything.
2: Yeah, yeah, all the, uh all the sex scenes are onesomes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. that's right. <laughs> it's just a close up on the guy's face. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, mm. wow, this is, uh, yeah. This I is
2: mean, hard. obviously it's going to affect those things, but the other thing to consider is that, uh, I mean, obviously if you have lots of money, you can have everybody show up a few weeks ahead of time, sit in a hotel together and if nobody dies. You go shoot. Um,
0: we just, yeah. we, just, uh, we do film one character at a time. Uh, and then we composite them over top of each other. Uh, Man,
1: composite right? Screen technology is getting really good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want any part of that. <laughs> if I if 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 I if I if I have to walk onto set with the words "fix it in post" hanging over my head, I don't want to shoot it. Whatever it is, I don't care. Fair enough. Um, but Fine. Fine. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I mean. I, I think you'll, I think you'll see it. I think, yeah, know, I think you've... but it depends on the budget. I mean, yeah. you know, there's obviously, I think what you're not going to see is, is a lot of uh, PDA and stuff. Like there's going to be, the, 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 you'll probably find the romantic element will be uh, oddly absent from a lot of those things, mm-hmm. you know, unless you can find it actor couple that's already living together, which is mm-hmm. which is great if you can, but odds are one of them sucks. So <laughs> you know <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> right, like, um so yeah, I don't know. But I mean again, who knows? By springtime maybe yeah. maybe things will pick up and go kind of go back to normal enough that yeah. as as
1: consumers we won't really notice much. Mm. But mm. Jason, I want to ask you something about Mm -hmm. all the the editing and the work that you do. And just from my perspective, like how do you, when things do get busy, so you particularly, you've always got stuff on the the boil. So you're always writing stuff. This is what I got from um, our conversation so far. But then when you're also, when you've also got an edit that you're busy trying to get out the door, where do you, when do you work? when do you find the time between the family to work? Like, are you working late into the evenings and then you're, you're up with your kids to see them off to school in the morning? Like how does it, it's, it's,
2: it's, I mean, it's hard because I almost can't remember what happened before everyone was home all the time. But But it's weird, like you feel, uh, you know, you feel better about neglecting your kids when they're already going to school every day. But when they're here, you kind of feel weird about it. I'm joking. (laughs) Um, They might even be watching. I I hope. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, I just I just have to fit it in whenever I can. But also there's, you know, there is time when you just have to say, I'm going to work. And uh, you guys can't knock on the door for four hours. I mean, yeah. the thing about writing, too, specifically when that's where I'm at, or really any of it, you can only do good work for so long. That's you can right. work for a really long time,
1: yeah,
2: but you can only do good work. And, yeah, you know, yeah. with editing, like, you can, you lose focus fairly quickly. Color grading is kind of the same thing. Your eyes start to, like, not know what they're looking at anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So... um
1: yeah, yeah, you so you only got you got, got you've got a couple of hours of quality high quality work before it starts to go downhill.
2: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wri- writing is probably the only thing that I can that I can like focus on for like 5 or 6 hours at a go. Everything else it's mm-hmm. like, you know, 2 or 3 hours is probably about as much as you're going to get done, but if you think about it, um because I've also been this guy, you can fill your day up with intentions and actually get nothing done day after day, you know, you sometimes you don't even quite get the program open or whatever. So um I think if you could commit to three hours of anything a day mm-hmm. creatively, um it's a lot. It's a lot of output. You can actually accomplish yeah. a lot. Yeah. There are gonna be times when you're gonna have to say, you know what, the next 48 hours is going to be me, coffee, and this keyboard and we're just gonna do this thing. That's Um,
0: when you're, that's when you're in a crunch, but like I, I, you know, sometimes you struggle to put 30 minutes in, in a, in a particular day, you know, if you're just not, uh, not able to get to it.
2: Well, and I think, and one thing that's been huge for me is that, uh, so probably, I want to say at least four times a week, my wife and I get up in the morning, uh, make sure our oldest is off to work. Nobody's been going to school forever. So uh, and then we'll jump in the car, you know, with a coffee and just go driving around and just talk about life and stuff. So it's good that way. Cause we, you know, we stay connected and stay uh, kind of apprised of what we're doing, but we both have like things we're pursuing individually. Mm-hmm. So we don't need the other person to be like, uh, to feel like we're doing something mm-hmm. important. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we got our own things, but, mm-hmm. but what's great is my wife, kids are a little different they don't they don't always you know understand the depth of it but my wife gets that uh you know as i guess cheesy as it feels to say like i'm an artist art stuff whether it's technical or creative mm-hmm. um is what i do and that process involves wandering around and outside in the middle of the night sometimes or sometimes it involves a nap not very often but um you know or keeping weird hours or you know having to um, make trade-offs with who's going to be your home and who's going to be away and and whatnot. So, um, you know, having having a partner that's really supportive and really gets your idiosyncrasies. I mean, this doesn't mean there's never any tension over it, but um, that makes a huge difference in how productive you can be because you also don't you can work without feeling like I they really don't want me out here. <laughs> they want me like my office is out is detached from my house so you know i'm not feeling like ah, they're upset that i'm d- doing this for example mm-hmm. so i should go back inside but um it's not like that so that that makes those three or five hours of creativity um or work more effective because i'm not feeling any kind of like oh, emotional guilt. burden yeah. or guilt yeah yeah, I'm feeling like this is where I'm supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing to kind of grow as the person I'm becoming. So, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Amazing. That's great. So
0: now, now uh, Three hours a day. your new web series that's going to come out around Halloween. Yeah. This is going to be on your YouTube channel, Skeleton Key, or yes. is it going to be somewhere else? Yes. No,
2: just on YouTube. Yep.
0: Okay, that's exact. And and is there anything else kind of that you wanna you wanna pimp uh, that's going on right now that people can look at or uh, anything else on the go for you?
2: No, um, I don't think so.
0: I mean, well, let me tell you. Let me let me just tell people that are watching the show now and then later on. um, Go to Skeleton Key Films on YouTube. You can literally. Dive in, go to the playlist section um, don't just start looking at videos, so go to the playlist section, you've got swerve, you've got circa nineteen eighty one and you can literally watch hours and hours and hours of stuff yeah. uh and it's 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 great stuff so. you
2: you could definitely use a burn up a whole day
0: totally. on
2: that at this point, totally, yeah. you watch so and and you' like, that's like stuff from it. They're,
0: they're all short, they're all like like nine well mostly, right? Like eight yeah, or nine. Yeah,
2: nine and minutes to, to twelve, yeah, something like
0: yeah. that. And so you, you finish when you're like, that was pretty short and pretty great, I'm going to click go to the next one, and then yeah. you've killed a couple hours, so it's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. That's right.
2: yeah, might as well. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's the place to look, and of course, I mean, I don't know that subscribing works like it used to, apparently it's just a suggestion now, but um, if you do subscribe, I guess you get better odds of knowing when that next thing comes out, which I anticipate...
1: Yeah, a trailer
2: shortly and then um and then awesome. yeah i mean I, I it'll it'll occur around halloween i'm not sure more than that
0: but this is very exciting all right well thanks, yeah, so great. thanks for joining uh, us today yeah, no and uh, and kind of give, syncing us up with with what you've been up to so we're looking forward to watching the next stuff and uh you know we'll probably have you on the next uh, three years or so if we're still- <laughs> You know we're still gonna be rolling with the show forever, uh, hopefully, and uh, it'll be the same as well.
1: I right. probably, probably you when we spoke to you it. last time, we were like, Oh, it's really gonna suck, but we're just gonna get going so that we can slowly get better. But yeah. we just continue doing the same thing. So, I feel, I, like- mean, I,
2: well, I think the, la- the, the time the last time I did it, I was like sitting in Jason's basement or something, or maybe, yeah, it was yeah, yours, yeah. but uh. But yeah, no, great. I mean, I think what we should do is, as soon as we're done here, we'll just rotate the boxes, and then I'll just have a podcast, and I'll talk about you That's guys. Right. Can tell me your stuff.
0: I think I think I do. I think I do this. No, I'll do this.
1: It's cool. This Streamyard Studio is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. So well, Adrian, yeah, <laughs> okay. So essentially, I mean, we just finished shooting the. <laughs> oh no! Let's yeah. get into it. Oh, yeah. Yes.
0: I don't, know, I don't know how it works. You're supposed to be able to drag these around, but whatever.
2: You, you moved. You, I moved on my screen.
0: So. Fair enough. Okay, well, uh, thanks again for joining us. And uh, so, uh, you know, again, guys, next week, uh, I don't know, maybe we're going to have a special guest that we pull in last minute. Maybe maybe we're just going to sync up again, uh, you know, and let you guys know what's going on. So, but uh, But maybe we should do that. Maybe we should focus on what we're actually doing with Shifted. Um mm-hmm. and give people a proper update, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah. So maybe maybe next week it'll just be a full on shifted update. We'll teach people, uh, you know, uh, the what things. color what color grading is. you know uh, What uh, the
2: the entire gamut of filmmaking. That's what yeah, I want. We're gonna, we're all, all the be pipelines, because like, like, we've got, and, we've and, got a VFX, like,
1: we've got the VFX happening, color correction, audio, music, everything I want is all happening.
0: Of it. I'll all it. i have next week. It's all happening like this. (laughs) And it's an update. Ten minutes. Ten minutes, Max. Ten (laughs) minutes. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Really hope you enjoyed the show. Wherever you watched or listened, please leave us a comment or a review. We really want to hear from you. Share the show with a friend. You know they'll love us. Head over to our website, thefableforest.com. There's all kinds of great stuff. Poke around. Check it out. See you all again in a couple weeks.